0: Okay guys, I'm back and I'm ready to record, I'm feeling so much better, and yes, it has been quite a journey over the last three (coughs) and a half weeks, almost four weeks, aka a month. (coughs) So as you notice, I apologize about the coughing, but it's going to happen just because of what exactly went down on my end. Alright, so let me get this party started, and you also notice that uh, the show hasn't been around for quite a while. No, I didn't go anywhere, I just had a real bad case of pneumonia, or what I've heard was a lung infection. To this day, it's one or the other. One person says one thing, another person says another, and there's me standing there looking at them going, well, what is it? Is it a lung infection or is it pneumonia? So basically, if I spell it on messages, I just spell lung infection, but if it's in person, I tell them that it is Pneumonia. Just plain, simple, easy. Alright. So, <coughs> it started back in November. It was a Saturday. And I was talking with my buddy Kim. Because I got the whole computer set up where I could actually go and do a show together with somebody else. Record it. And it sounded absolutely awesome. All right. So... I messaged him later that day and I said, hey, dude, do you want to (coughs) do a podcast? He goes, yes, I want to be on a podcast. So, you know, everything was working. Everything was great. Sunday rolls around and I messaged him. I said, we're going to have to cancel. I don't feel a little while I might have the flu. So he says, okay, get better. Well, for the next week, I've wasn't feeling good I just wasn't who I was so, week number two as the week number two goes on it just got worse and worse and worse and the one day it was probably about, probably about a Thursday or Friday for once in my life when I went from my bed to the bathroom I said with my own breath I'd rather die than keep living with this, and out of my whole entire life, those words have never ever came out of my mouth, so that was fine, well, it wasn't, but it was, only i sure, whoa, they're digging that out, oh, crap, that's cool, <coughs> hopefully you can understand what I'm trying to get at, alright, fine, whatever. Uh Saturday rolls around, I told the girlfriend, I'm gonna go to the hospital. And she says, Well, we have a little thing to do with your mom. And then once we get back, you can go. Alright. So I waited, I waited, I waited, and all of a sudden Skylar looks up at me and goes, Dad, nap bobas. It's like alright, fine, whatever, girlfriend will wake me up, then I can go. Like Four o'clock rolls around. And I'm looking at my clock going, oh, crap. So I messaged her. I said, are you home? And she goes, oh, yeah, we've been home since one. It's like, oh, there goes my opportunity to go to the hospital. Fine, whatever. The next day, I'm laying in bed. It's like, okay, I need to go to the hospital took me a long time but I showered got ready went to the hospital as soon as I walked in the receptionist knows who I am and she said something she said something was wrong like instantly my face it wasn't a white it was more of a gray (coughs) she said we got to check you in something's wrong so they did did a bunch of tests uh, with blood work, my oxygen level, everything. Like they did tests beyond tests. That's when they figured that I might have had a lung infection. That's in quotations. All right, so I was in the emergency room for a long time. Then all of a sudden they said, yep, yeah, we'll have to rush you up to Regina. Which is the closest, biggest city with actual uh, proper care. So, when um, <coughs> if something happens, they'll be there. You have doctors who specialize in it. They have apparatuses for um, everything. Like it's a major center. So I, I just. I wanted to cry. And eventually I accepted it. And I said okay fine. Whatever. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. So I went. It was one of the most hardest things. That could ever happen. For me. Because. I didn't tell the kids. Goodbye. I love you. I just basically told them. I'll be right back. So. When I was up in Regina, I was in ICU. And that alone was interesting. Because you had nurses and doctors. They were trying to figure things out. I actually had five females tell me to get basically buck naked. Then one of the nurses started swabbing anything and everything. And I'm like, "Well, well, what's going on? What's going on? So nobody told me anything I lay down and tested my vitals, testing oxygen, everything heartbeat, uh, and I was there for a long time, but there was one nurse that was just an absolute awesome person, and I looked out at him, and I said, I trust you, and he goes, what do you mean? <coughs> I don't know what, there's just something about you, I trust, let's just leave it at that. I feel very comfortable around you. And he goes, well, that's a good thing. Another female nurse comes in, hands me this thing, and she goes, this is your uh, portable urinal. You got to pee in it. I'm looking at it, looking at her, and it's like, "Um, yeah, ma'am, I have a small problem. And she goes, what's that? "Uh, Anytime that I go pee, I have a stream of liquid going out the rear end. Oh, we'll give you a bedpan. And I'm looking at her going, that bedpan is going to fly across the room. So Mike shows up and it's like, dude, I got to go to the bathroom. I can't pee in this thing. I don't want to use a bedpan. Is there anything else that we could do? He goes, oh yeah, I'll just go get you a portable potty. And I'm looking at him going, what? Walks out a couple seconds later walks back in. And it was basically like a portable toilet with wheels and I'm looking going oh my god this is going to be a lifesaver so uh, he helps me on it he goes "Kate, just let me know when you're done and we can go from there so I go to the bathroom and what do you know both ends and all said and done Mike comes back in and goes are you done it's like, oh yes that was what I needed goes, what do you mean? it's said, I knew my bladder was full, but I did not realize it was that full as well as the water shooting out of my butt. This thing is a lifesaver. So Mike goes, okay, anytime that you need to go, just ring, we'll help you and we can go from there. It was just, it was unbelievable. Then from the ICU, they got me to my own probably about two days later and I shared a room with a guy named Victor Victor was actually kind of cool his friend was cool as well but the the interesting part was Victor was blind so it just had a little bit of complications especially sleep wise where he's blind he can go to sleep anytime where with me the lights have to be on till like 10 o'clock because of their rules catch vitals things like that and so in the long run it kind of sucked them my end so I'd go lay down put a blanket over top of my head and go to sleep around 9 and all the nurses would get pissed off and they'd keep going um you gotta wake up it's like uh we gotta take your vitals it's like okay take the vitals And, you know, the vitals, oxygen, things like that. Uh, Just double check on my my signs, things like that. That was fine, dandy. Week goes by, then I finally get up. But I was transferred back to my hometown, Wayburn that was a little bit interesting just because when I got there it was I get my room I go in one of the nurses leaves comes back put gives me three blankets and says oh you're going to be needing this it's going to be a little cold in your room she was not joking that room was freaking cold as hell but the one thing that was more interesting is when I got checked back into Weburn, one of the girls, she explained the reason why I was swabbed in like three different places. Okay, four. I guess when you go from hospital to hospital, you need to get swabbed in your butt and your genitals as well as your nose just because... They wanted to make sure you're not bringing any kind of disease or anything like that into that hospital. It's like, oh, all right, that's interesting. So I know with that, that was like kind of one of the rules. But still, if I knew I was going to have a young female basically look at my genitals, the least I could do before I showed up was groomed because let me tell you that place down there looked very very scary and I'd wish upon that upon nobody (laughs) but but the one thing that I didn't like about being in Weyburn for uh, my stay was at like 530 in the morning a nurse, same one, would walk in and go, oh, you're up. Then there's me going, uh, "What? oh, it's time to do your vitals. What's going on? And she would do it at 5.30 in the morning every single day. Then the last day I was there, she wakes me up from a dead sleep, wants to take my vitals. Then gets pissed off at me and says, Well, if you don't start breathing properly, I'm gonna put the oxygen back on you. Hello, lady. You woke me up from a deep sleep and everybody knows your body goes to an, into kind of a uh, coma state when you sleep. Your heart rate goes down, your breathing goes down. And if you wanna wake me up to take my vitals, you're not gonna get it accurate. At least with Regina, they waited a little bit closer, like, say, 7 o'clock before you do it. <coughs> or they wait till you wake up, you gain your brain, everything like that. Like, I just didn't understand 5.30. Then on top of that, getting pissed off at me because my stats weren't what you were wa- wanting and going from there. Then she got mad because my uh, heart rate was a little low. I'm a little, you know, trying to figure out what's going on. So it was just more frustration upon everything like that. But in the end, it did actually turn out pretty good. I'm at work right now. I was given an extra day off yesterday. And I just need to build up my muscle because when I was in what was it first day back into Waverly, a nurse looks at me and says how much do I weigh I said last time when I checked I was 190 pounds down from 206 so we had a little bit of an argument about how much I weighed she goes gets a scale puts it down and she weighs me 80 kilograms and I looked at her I laughed I said what is that in American terms and she said that was about 170 pounds. <coughs> <coughs> A 70 pounds. 170, right? So I lost probably upwards of 37 pounds of fat and muscle. But here's the kicker. They never weighed me in wavering. When I first was diagnosed on the 1st, and I wasn't weighed when I was in the gym, So I could have probably probably lost over 40 pounds. But by the time that I got back to Waver, I was eating food, I could have gained weight here and there. So really close to 40 some pounds I would have probably lost within a two week period. So me personally, it literally kicked my ass. And it kind of opened up my eyes to realize that one's health is so much more important than one's stubborn personality. And that was one of the reasons why I ended up where I did. Just because of my stupidity and my stubbornness. And in reality, I wish this upon nobody. Like seriously, you guys, the doctor looked at me said I was lucky that I came in but I did just because of the result of what could have happened after that lost upwards of like close to 40 pounds I had no energy I was very low in oxygen I could have with what I take I could have died like that's how dangerous this was So if you have a chance or opportunity to go in when you do, just in case if it is a lung infection or pneumonia, be careful. It's very powerful and tomorrow you could be gone. It just, it's that scary you guys, like, there is just no words to describe it, seriously. Anyway, that has been my life story for like the last three weeks. And it's been a very learning experience. But at the same time, it was kind of nice that the people who helped out when... Needed it, they were there, and the amount of love was great. Even some of the people that I wasn't expecting (coughs) sent the love. It's hard to explain, but I'm still happy it turned out the way it did. I just have to start, you know, like building muscle and uh, mass and stuff like that. It's gonna take time, but I will be back to where I was eventually. Plus, also the sixteen hundred dollar ambulance bill—that's gonna suck. All right. So when I was in the hospital, I, you know, I could have did my stories. I could have got information set up, so I could have did um, the rest of the uh, the rest of the show. But I never... It was kind of a break. I didn't want to screw anything up. Didn't want to screw anything around. So instead what I did is I watched basically tons of Family Guy. And I tried to watch The Simpsons. But man, let me tell you guys. The Simpsons really jumped the shark. And I don't even know what season. It was one of those things where... I understand it's been like 30 years and they needed stories and the stuff in Springfield just kind of went out the, out the window and he only can do so much before it gets boring. So when he started tackling social media, things that happen, like for example today, it's okay to a point, but on the other point, you're just stretching it. Seriously. one of the best news that I have seen when it comes to, like, for example, The Simpsons is they have officially canceled The Simpsons from going on. It's going to be sad because there's some people that have known The Simpsons all their life. The Simpsons have been around 30 seasons, 30-year-olds. You get my point. Simpsons have been the monarchy of people's lives. As long as they've been alive, Simpsons have been around. But now, with the Disney Fox, I think they just said, forget it, we're done. So, it's been interesting. But yeah, Simpsons have jumped the shark. I don't blame them. But, on the other hand, you guys, I'm going to let you, you know, do your thing. And I will catch you next week with a brand new episode of The Blitz Morning Show. My name is Toby Brendel, and I will catch you later. But if you have any questions or comments, feel free to email me at Show at gmail.com. Uh, Instagram and Twitter are theblitzmorning.com. On Facebook we are still The Blitz Podcast So I will talk to you guys later Oh wait No I want to end the show